Hey everybody, this is Chad. Just a couple things off the top. Uh, I wanted to let you know I'm going to be doing an episode with my mom. And I've asked that the listeners ask questions. So if you guys would be so kind, if you have any questions, and by the way, listen, I'm not going to ask my mom what dick she liked the best or any of that nonsense. So you can save those. And uh, I will ask her serious questions, though. And I'll ask her questions. My mom's funny. So, I mean, we're just going to see how this goes. But I think it would be really interesting, number one, because I might learn something about my mom. Who knows? And I think that would be fantastic. But you can send uh, the questions to middleofsomewherepod at gmail.com. Or you can go to the Middle of Somewhere Instagram page and you can uh, either send a direct message is that what they're called <laughs> dm oh my god hey and another thing you could also send a pigeon with a note wrapped up you can go to instagram whatever you know how to get a hold of us just fucking do it now uh some dates listen we haven't done this in a while so i'm gonna run through these as fast as i can Irvine, California at the Irvine Improv, August 27th and 28th. Albany, New York, Funny Bone Comedy Club, September 14th. <gasps> See, I'm bent over right now, leaning on a counter. And uh, I'm just going to say that perhaps part of my body is crushing my lungs. Uh, Albany, New York, Funny Bone Comedy Club, September 14th. Syracuse, New York, Funny Bone Comedy Club, September 15th. Those tickets will be on sale very soon. Buffalo, New York, you know it. Stefan Diggs, I'm coming to hang out. Helium Comedy Club, September 16th through the 18th. Sacramento, California, Punchline, October 5th and 6th. Yes, that is a Tuesday and Wednesday. Call in sick. San Francisco Punchline, October 7th through 9th. Those tickets are now available. I'm going to be in Richmond, Virginia at the Funny Bone, October 13th. Those tickets will be on sale soon. Virginia Beach at the Funny Bone, October 14th. Those tickets will be on sale soon. And I think the rest of the tickets are on sale now. So Raleigh, North Carolina at Good Nights, October 15th and 16th. Appleton, Wisconsin at Skyline. I'm coming back, son. November 11th through 13th. Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, shit. November 26th and 27th. I'm going to be at Comedy On State. It's going to be after Thanksgiving. Kevin Bozeman's going to be there hosting. And it is going to be an absolute blast. Cannot wait to get back there. Indianapolis, Indiana at Helium Comedy Club. December 7th and 8th. Atlanta, Georgia. Going to see my pal Kevin Williams and his family. Atlanta, Georgia. Punchline Comedy Club, December 9 through 11. Never forget. And then Portland. Finally, we worked it out. I'm going to be there two days before New Year's Eve. So December 29th and 30th. Uh, Listen, I know that was a lot. And I just have one more thing. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach 
with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thank you for coming back. Sorry about last week's no episode hijinks, but as I said, life got in the way. Do have an episode for you today. I have, uh, well, just one of my favorite people on planet Earth joining us. And uh, But first, I'd like to tell you a couple things. Number one, my voice is a little scratchy. If you hear a bunch of water being drank today, it's because Minnesota has the worst air quality it's ever had someone in canada was driving home from summer hockey practice and threw a fucking cigarette butt out the window and there are forest fires all over and somehow wind is blowing straight south so it is uh you can't see anything you go outside you sm- it smells like a bonfire nonstop. and uh fucking north korea if you're listening push the button it's time to start over please god push the button uh, secondly, I wanted to tell you that I, I went to the mall today because uh, I had to get something for a wedding. <clears throat> and first of all, it's a second wedding. So I don't know what to get. I'll, I'll get into this later, maybe next week. But um, I went in and as I was walking in, I noticed I had yolk from my eggs from this morning on my stomach. Yolk. So... <laughs> I always keep an extra shirt in the car and I went back and I changed shirts and I was walking in and there was something on my fucking stomach on my extra shirt. So I had spilled food on two different shirts in the same spot. Now, is this bad news? Yeah, I'm an absolute pig. Is it great news that food is no longer falling on my tits and it's making it all the way to my stomach? Also, yes, I feel pretty good about that. So now I'll be referring to these as tits slash packs. We're moving in the right direction. They were once tits. Now I would prefer, if you see me in public, it's cookies and cream tits slash packs. I know that's a lot to say, but food is falling on my stomach and I feel like a goddamn superhero. Now, with that out of the way, (laughs) one of my favorite people on planet Earth Makes me laugh every single time I see him on stage, every single time I hang out with him. Him and his family, he and his family, excuse me, Jesus, what am I, from a community college? He and his family were just visiting my family for a week. And it was an absolute blast. And he did two shows in Battle Lake, Minnesota at Stella's, where I am doing a summer concert series for the great people of Lakes Country. Um, he was just there. And just to let you know, this Saturday is the last one, August 7th. Kevin Bozeman will be there. Absolute. Just going to be a killer show. This venue is super cool. And uh, the our guest's wife, when she was here, told me about some books. And I read one of them. And she's so good at not spoiling books, she forgot to tell me, don't read the ending on a flight because you can't run away when you're crying. It was such a great book. Oh, my God, The Nightingale. If you haven't read it, read it. Ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, it is Fritz Nothnagel. Hello, Chad. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. How are you? I'm well, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, The trip up to see you was a joy. 
So uh, thank you again from uh, myself and my family for having us up there. It was really, really a blast. And oh, cool. the well, people good. at Stella's were so fun. So uh, yeah, go yeah. check out Kevin Bozeman and uh, yeah, support Stella's. That was really fun. Thanks. Yeah, it was an absolute blast. And here, here's a story. And it's going to sound like I'm shitting on Stella's. And I, I want to be very clear up front that I'm not. So <clears throat> one of the managers there, I've told you this story, Fritz, but I, I went in one night. I ordered some food to go. And then it was three items. It was uh, something for Olivia, something for me, and an appetizer. And then uh, one of the things was spaghetti. I ordered spaghetti and meatballs. And you're like, why don't you just cook it at home where it's the cheapest thing you could ever make? And it's like, well, why don't you mind your own fucking business, listeners, because I was hungry for spaghetti and meatballs and I was lazy. So I go in and I get the food and I buy a T-shirt. And the guy goes, the manager goes, that's $110. And so he brought me my food. And I was not paying attention. I was so tired that day that I grabbed a t-shirt and two bags of food and I paid $110. And I was, I was walking out, I looked down and one of the containers said hot ham and cheese. And I'm like, well, God damn it. That's not me. So I go back in and he goes, you honestly thought three things cost $110. And I was like, I wasn't paying attention. He goes, Oh man, you are an idiot in a kind of a <laughs> nice way. But still, I, you know, if there wouldn't have been people there, I'd have let him have it. And so, um, I go home and the spaghetti, the, the containers cracked. And so I call right away and I go, hey, can you find the manager that just called someone an idiot? And that's all I said. <laughs> no, it's just so funny because it's just these high school girls that work there and some college girls. But the people that answer the phone, they're high school girls. And so she was like, uh, yeah, just trembling voice. She goes to get this guy. I can hear her going, did any manager call someone an idiot? She's like trying to find him. So he comes to the phone. And I go, hey, this is the guy who just called an idiot. And he goes, yeah, I know who you are, Chad, blah, blah, blah. And I go, all right, thanks. And uh, and I go, well, listen, this is what happened to my spaghetti. And he goes, yeah, no problem. I'll just comp it. And I was like, oh, okay. I was expecting some sort of pushback. But everyone at Stella's is so great, and they're so great to their customers. So anyways, Joe Zimmerman is there for the first show of this concert series. And I'm standing in the back, and it is hot. And people are moving. This is the first show they've had in this space. So everyone's getting used to serving. And it was crazy because I've been to comedy clubs where servers have been there for 20 years. And you can still hear them going, Bucket of Bud Light! Three <laughs> shots of Jägermeister! I mean, it's crazy. Yes. And these these new like high school girls, brand new to this thing. And a, cu- a couple dudes, like well, the manager was doing it. They were ninjas. It was perfect. But he's sweating. And he comes back, opens the curtain. I'm standing on the stairs and he goes right by me super fast. And he goes, hey, idiot. And I laughed. <laughs> I fucking laughed for 10 straight minutes. Such it a, was so great. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. So, so, so funny. So um, anyways, I, I'd like to get into a, a couple stories, but uh, hold on for a second. Can I help you? You know, this isn't your office, dude. Seriously. Yeah, go sit. I don't give a shit. Hey, everybody. It's Moose in the Morning. Found my seat. Found my office. It's a live time. It's drive time. I'll tell you what. You want to get dinner? You're going to have fingers in you. Here we go. We got Fritz Nothnagel in the hot seat. I'm so excited for this. 
Moose is back, about to attack. That was uh, Jane Says by Jane's Addiction. Hey, when I was growing up, it was Simon Says, but I guess we got to give chicks something since they don't get paid the same amount for doing the same work. We got Fritz Nafnagel in the hot seat. Hey, Fritz, did you ever uh, go to high school? I did, Moose. It's so funny that you know that. Uh, Just want to get it out of the way that I am a huge fan, huge fan of... uh, your show moves in the morning. It, uh, it, it does give me the, the live time during drive time. And, uh, <laughs> um, I guess the backstory that I would give you for this is, uh, when I was leaving grammar school, uh, I was, you know, not well liked in grammar school, pretty much bullied, uh, sure from, from fifth grade on. So I should have been like super excited to just leave there. Right. No. So it's grammar school five through eight. Well, everybody seemed to tolerate me from uh, first to fourth, but uh, <laughs> they they had their fill of my shit from uh, from fifth to eighth. Okay. You know? So you're talking everybody, teachers and students. Um, not many of the teachers, but I could say that there there was uh, definitely a few that were not fans. <laughs> you know, um, so I should have just been celebrating the fact that 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 whole experience was done, but I was so nervous about high school that, um, you know, my first two months of summer vacation, didn't even think about it. But then the last month, the summer vacation, I just, you know, I gotten my books and I got my schedule. Mm -hmm. And now I just started obsessing about what this new experience is going to be like. And I just kept getting more and more nervous. Like I, I got sick the day before that I had to go to school. And from the nerves yes oh shit <laughs> i see people like before a big business deal or drug deal or something in a movie and then you can or like a ball game you know the championship game they're always puking and they come out wiping their mouths and i always go who the fuck does that happen to who pukes <laughs> and you do i That's did yeah. fantastic yeah. that i know someone that pukes yeah um so the day of school rolls around and uh I'm just trying to keep my head down, not be noticed by anybody, just get to class, you know? So I grabbed my books from my locker. All right. That part is out of the way. I, I was able to remember my combination and I, <laughs> I didn't vomit this mo- that morning. So I was feeling good. So I head up the staircase to my first class and I look at the top of the stairs and there is a giant dude. Now remember I'm a freshman first day in high school, a and giant this is Chicago. Yeah giant dude at the top of the stairs who just points and starts screaming you motherfucker i've been waiting for you all fucking summer and i'm like i don't even know this guy this is a nightmare like this is why i was vomiting yesterday i must have known this was gonna happen you're thinking if i'd have known i would have seen you i would have been nervous all three months of summer <laughs> right not just one of them so i'm ready to like shit my pants because my belly's empty <laughs> and the guy reaches out and just grabs the dude right behind me. <laughs> oh shit! And I've never been more relieved to watch somebody get their ass beat than that morning. I was like, "Yeah, it's, <laughs> it sucks for you, guy, but I thought it was gonna be me." <laughs> As he's getting pummeled, you're like, "Did you puke yesterday? <laughs> you should have. You shouldn't have made that guy mad. He's pretty big." <laughs> I think I watched for like two seconds. I'm like, well, if he changes his mind, I, I don't want to be standing around. So I, I shuffled off to class. But Holy uh, shit. That was my first 10 minutes of high school. I was <laughs> could not believe. 
just how scared I, just love, I was. <laughs> love that you're so nervous. And then the, it's such perfect timing that you step in front of the guy that's about to take a beat down. <laughs> and you think it's going to be you. Because <laughs> I remember that where I went to high school, there was this thing. It was called the foyer. And there were red pillars that kind of made the foyer. I mean, you could walk through them. There's a lot of open air between the pillars, but everybody knew if you're a freshman or a sophomore, you do not walk through the pillars. Now, when they gave us the tour of the school, they didn't tell us about this one pillar way over here, like an island pillar that you also had to go around. So the first week of school, I cut through that one And you can just, it is like a pack of fucking wolves that hear a rabbit. I mean, just heads go up, everybody turns. And this is, you know, I was a freshman in high, let's see, 90. Okay. I guess the, so 89 when I went. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking about guys are sticking their heads up out of their jean jacket collars that are flipped up. Oh, yeah. And they're just looking and I fucking felt a fear. But instead of it being the wrong guy, I was the right guy. And they grabbed me and they put me in a garbage can and they duct taped the lid. They fucking, there's duct tape in the foyer. Even when I was a senior, there were duct duct tape rolls in the foyer because you duct tape freshmen to the poles. I mean, it was crazy. And you think about what would happen now. You can't even go, hey, be like, he said hey to me pretty meanly. (laughs) And they're kicked out of school. But I got So they they, uh, duct taped the lid all the way around and rolled me into the girls' bathroom right outside the floor. (laughs) Now, great news. A lot of freshmen and sophomores did not use those bathrooms because it was too close to the foyer. So I got basically... It was like a reverse birthday cake where I didn't jump out and surprise anybody. But when the lid popped off, I was like, look at these beautiful seniors and their breasts. <laughs> it was crazy. It was so awesome. I still remember who they were. Won't say their names, but I mean, I'm talking two of the hottest girls to ever walk the halls of FHS, baby. So it was, uh, yeah, man. High school is interesting when you're an, an underclassman. Did you ever have... Did you ever intimidate or bully when you were an upperclassman? Um, n- never. Um, I was pretty uh, scared of confrontation, I guess, uh, Sure. throughout high school. Um, okay. You know, where I was just afraid to speak up for most of it. And, um, I mean, I have gotten my ass kicked for speaking up since, which is fine. <laughs> Because I don't know whether you know this or whether the listeners know this. Like, I used to beat myself up for taking shit way more than just taking the beating would have been. You know, like, I would beat myself up way more. So, like, at one point, a a dude was just messing messing with me. And then I finally just spouted off to him. And sure, (laughs) I took a couple shots to the face and I got beat up. But I was like, all right, well, I can at least sleep tonight because I'm not saying like, oh, you should have said this. You should have said that. Like, well, you should have picked up your teeth before you came home. You know, like that <laughs> was my thoughts. Yeah, that's awesome. I was different because I have a buddy named Sam and he's <clears throat> honestly like a little brother. I got I used to bring kids to this uh, non-denominational youth group camp as as a like the, a leader. You know, I'd bring these kids and I, I would be the head of the cabin and all that stuff. And I bought my buddy Sam beer for his senior, 
his senior party the day they were done with school his senior year and i didn't realize like it was that big of a deal because i thought oh he's like my little brother mm. but and he you know still is but it turns out when you are the leader of a high school group you're not allowed to buy high school kids beer what a what a fucking joke right let me yeah. let me write that down. All right. So you cannot buy high school kids beer. Okay. I'm taking notes. I'm learning too. But when when Sam was a freshman, he was the one I trashed. Because it was almost like a little kind of a little brother thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick a random person. I'm going to pick somebody who I know and love and do this just as like a warning shot. And it wasn't even a warning shot. It's like who gives the fuck about the airspace in the foyer? Not really probably anyone. <laughs> But it was just a kind of a fun tradition, I think. I love that there was just duct tape there waiting in the foyer, you know? It was so crazy. I mean, rolls of duct tape on the end. Of, so the, the benches came to uh, a corner, and then on the corner, that's where uh, all the, the duct tape was. Because I can imagine, like, parents complaining about it, and then the principal was like, well, I had no idea. But, like, really? You have a duct tape dispenser right here uh, <laughs> right here in the foyer. Uh, it's actually labeled FFHS on it <laughs> as if, yeah, you guys bought it for them or something. You're doing a commercial <laughs> for duct tape. <laughs> hey, that's right, you guys. That's duct tape uh, forward slash duct tape dot com forward slash middle of somewhere. Um, so. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty fun, and I remember getting trashed, and my mom the the that day afterwards going, "How was school?" And I was like, "Awesome, amazing," <laughs> and I never ever told her it was awesome or amazing, but I wanted to get so far from the truth. Right. So I yeah man, it was uh, it was so fantastic. I I actually really enjoyed high school, and uh, I think one of the things did you ever have you ever have to go into. Um, the guidance counselor's office and they looked at your grades and shit and they were like, Oh, well, uh, enjoy outside. Cause that's where you'll be living the rest of your life. Like that kind of shit. <laughs> no. When I went to the guidance counselor, they're like, um, well, you you know, they're like, I noticed your grades in math. Uh, it's not good. You're going to, you're going to definitely going to want to learn your fractions, uh, Fritz, because <laughs> I think you're going to be holding a lot of wrenches. Uh, you know, you're going to want to know your, you want to know your half inch. You're going to want to know your seven sixteenths. Uh, these are in your future. So make sure you know fractions. Oh, that's really funny. Or, or you might have to go way up North Antarctica and be a guide and you'll have to know that for dick sizes as well. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold up there. What are you going to do? Yeah. Truth be told, I did love high school. Like, I was nervous going in, but by the end of that first week, I was like, oh, school doesn't have to suck. You know, like I, sure. I'd hated school for so long that by the end of that first week, I was like, oh, this is a great place to go and learn where the party's at this weekend. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really, it's like social media, but you have to be there. Right. Oh, that's so great. Hey, everybody, I'm back. This is Moose in the Morning. I've missed you so damn much. We got Fritz Nothnagel in the hot seat. It's a live time. It's drive time. It's a Monday. Got your fun day. Don't bring a gun day. Hey, everybody, that was Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Eye of the Tiger, I don't know if you know this, but Tiger Eyes used to be an aphrodisiac back in uh, uh, Ganda. Is that a place? I don't know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> hey, we got Fritz Nothnagel in the hot seat. Hey, Fritz, uh, you know, I heard Chad tell you you might need to live outside the rest of your life. You ever worked inside, like in a building or anything? It's funny you knew that. Yes, I um, I did work inside a building. And uh, I used to be in the building trades. Uh, I used to build elevators, Moose. And 
that was quite an experience to see a building go up from just a concrete uh, foundation to like a 60 story high rise was cool. Uh, one particular day, um, we were working inside and had to get out quick uh, because the building had caught on fire. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, there is. Uh... Oh, that took me right out of moves. <laughs> so hold on. So you're you're putting in an elevator. Yes. I mean, for me, building an elevator makes no sense because when I think of building, I just think of wood. Okay. But 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 I know I know what you're saying. You're you're building an elevator and you're in the building and it starts on fire. What floor are you on at this point? We were on about 15, and we were what coming down fuck? for uh, for break. So we're we have these temporary elevators going. You're in, you're in a union, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so absolutely. break every yeah, I got you. IUEC. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, so we're coming down for our break, and we hear some screaming, and then we also see a little bit of smoke. But I guess oh the only God. thing that would make this uh, kind of funny is we heard a guy kind of like not uh, like flippantly say fire, but he's like, all right, guys, there's a fire. There's a fire. And then we heard like somebody else mumble that we weren't sure what he said, but <laughs> I have played with it since then, like what the guy had even tried to say, because it really pissed the first guy off because he's like, I said fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so many things rhyme with fire. Right. So like we're on our way down out of the building. We're like, what what did the guy think he said? Like, I I should retire. Like, no, the guy said, (laughs) I said fire. Like, get out of the building. So it turned out to be not much, but we found that out on the outside. You know, we didn't want to be inside while we were figuring it out. Um, just some of the plumbers in the building had tried to uh, heat the pipes, I guess, for a tub with the cardboard still on the tub or something like that. Oh, and it just spread throughout the one whole floor. And nothing was finished at that time, really. Um, okay. So it was just burning kind of the garbage on that floor, but sure that's got to be scary as hell though it was a lot easier to figure out you know across the street at our uh safety point you know <laughs> is, it, is uh, that what the bar's called safety point <laughs> exactly that's yeah nice that's so great like you, oh you find a found a buyer for the building <laughs> no i said fire <laughs> oh i can't wait let's just keep going are you starting to perspire <laughs> i said fire <laughs> Are you calling me a liar? Oh, I said fire! <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not even close to done with this yet. <laughs> I could go forever. <laughs> Is your favorite grocery store in Michigan Fred Meyer? <laughs> no, I said fire! <laughs> the guy was so mad when he yelled it. <laughs> like, even with a, not even knowing the degree of the fire, like, as we were leaving, we were laughing. I was like, that's <laughs> like, sure, this could be really dangerous, but that sounded really funny. You know, like, let's give credit where credit's due. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so fantastic. I mean, I could just see you guys all the way down on your break. Holy shit. Does that, uh, all the plumbers are having a different conversation? Like, did you say cough? No, I said take it <laughs> off. Take the cardboard off the fucking tub. <laughs> so great. They're like, oh, everybody can go back to work now. I'm like, yeah, but now it's lunch. So uh, (laughs) we'll be back.
Well played. Well played. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Oh, my God. I cannot. I mean, <clears throat> I've known you've been an elevator guy for a while. I mean, since since the beginning. Yes. Um, so I'll tell Speaking of since the beginning, I met you. Uh, I was working in South Bend, Indiana at a club called The Funny Bone, where a lady named Etta May was headlining. And uh, Scott Derringer, Dininger, was the MC, And then a bunch of people came from surrounding areas to be in this comedy competition. And the, the Janet, the lady that was running the club, asked me, she goes, do you want to be a judge? And I looked at her like, for what? <laughs> and she's like, comedy. And I was like, I haven't even figured out how to do comedy for me yet. How am I supposed to tell someone else how to do their comedy? I mean, I absolutely had no no place in that situation. I should not have been. It's like, I don't know. Like if a reality store, like a reality star, like Cato Kalin became president or whatever. Oh, right. That would never happen though. Thank God. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> I was just fucking around. <laughs> I had Cato Kalin in my brain and then I just gave him a really powerful job and that, uh, the listeners know how I feel, but that one was not even on purpose. Yeah. So interesting. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we we judged the competition. You guys were there. You killed it. And what was the result? Do you remember? I uh, took second place. Uh, my That's friend right. Brian Hicks, who is very, very funny as well, uh, took first. And uh, I forget who was third place. Nobody cares about the bronze medal. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I I'll tell you this. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of fucking Americans care about a bronze medal because Simone Biles was like, you know what? I'm not feeling great about this. My whole body hurts and I'm not even fucking like 25 yet. So I'm just going to step down. And everyone's like, what? Hold on. You're not going to do that for your fellow Americans. And then you find out they never wore a mask. Oh, here we go. Yeah. How, We're off and running now. How dare you not live out my athletic dreams? You, right, yeah. They're just, they're laying on the couch yelling at an Olympian. Right. Fucking come on. It's just so funny how people, and I know you can get mad about the mask thing. Let's get back to reality and let's get back to fun. But it is really funny how we hold people up and then when it's time to knock them down, it is just like because we 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 hold people up on our hand, right? We we help people rise with our hand, and then we fucking there's a sledgehammer right behind us 
for when it's time to knock him down, right? Tiger Woods, listen, I understand people don't agree with his decisions. Seems like a good dad now. Seems like, you know, listen, uh, <laughs> I used to have a bit about it where I was like, he's the best. Do you know? Do you know how hard it is to become the best at something? You have to have a mentality that no one else has. He's standing over a putt thinking, do you know how much pussy I'm about to get if I make this putt? And then he made the pot and then he went to Perkins. Right. And life fulfilled. And then people would go, yeah, but his wife is a supermodel. Well, not the best supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people mad at me for so many different reasons right now. Hey, everybody, it's Moose in the Morning. I was doing a Chad impersonation. That was actually me. <laughs> it's a live time. It's drive time. Please don't kill me time. I was ready to finish that bit if you didn't uh, go through with the whole thing. <laughs> Well, yeah, you, you, it's interesting because you've encouraged me. So first of all, there are times I will see you and you will say something to me and I'll go, oh, that's that's funny. Is that is that a bit? And you'll go, yeah, it's your bit. <laughs> and you're, you're very kind to me about my early onset dementia. <laughs> but the thing, excuse me, the thing is, it's like when I when I record an album and I start working on the next hour, I try to forget the other the other album and so but it is funny because you keep doing that now if anyone has ever heard that's listening right now the same dice story if you haven't it's on youtube you can just search chad daniel same dice and this is uh, a shameless plug but the same dice story came about because i had told fritz that story well i had told him probably once but then i had told other people around him a bunch of times so he'd heard it a bunch and he came out to <clears throat> oh, man. Pheasant Run, right? St. Charles, yes. Pheasant Run Zanies, St. Charles. And because we were going to go to the casino, we the Cancino. Yes. So, so Fritz and I call it the Cancino because you have to be positive. Yes. Positive. It's not attitude. the Cancino. It's the Cancino. And so you came out and you were like, oh, man, you got to try that story on stage. Just tell the story on stage and see how it feels. And I remember telling it. And obviously it was in its infancy, just the genesis of it. And it. I remember getting some pretty hard laughs at a couple lines, and I thought, oh, shit, I think we have the bones here. Yeah, it was. it's such a ridiculously good bit, start to finish. You know, like, you don't miss any of the beats. It's like a really good jazz song where you, uh, you know, all the, all the notes are represented. It's well done. Oh, thanks. I mean, I remember one of the lines is, uh, you know, I threw the dice off the table, and it was pretty dire. And this guy goes, do you say fire? <laughs> I was blindsided by that one. Good job. We got to we gotta get out of this club. Says fire. I love how it sound like uh, Yosemite Sam. Hey there, <laughs> rabbit. Did you People blow a tire? <laughs> <laughs> no, said fire. We got to get them rabbits. Uh, People downstairs right now in the other office are like, oh, cool. He's back today. <laughs> I don't come in here during the summer except to record this podcast. And people downstairs are like, awesome. I guess we're going to have to foam the ceiling again. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Um, okay, so I want to hear – I'm not going to go back into Moose because I've, I've done it a lot. But I do want to hear the story about uh, the dog. Okay. Um, I would love to tell the story because I don't even know if I've ever shared this with you. So I thought that this would be – a nice oh, perfect. Uh, thing to spring on you. When I it surprises was... me. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. it surprises me that I have not heard a story of yours because we have sat around and had 
a lot of beers and a lot of drinks. I'm going to actually interrupt you further. Okay. Because anyone who's listened to this whole podcast knows that I almost pushed somebody into a penguin exhibit at the Milwaukee Zoo. And it is Fritz Nothnagel. He was the one that I almost pushed in there. And so, I mean, we have had, we've worked together so many times. There was one time you, we were in Appleton, Wisconsin, and you asked me before I left, I said, I'm going to the gas station. And you asked me for one thing. Do you remember? It was Gatorade. It sure was. Yeah. So I went to the store and then I went directly to a meat raffle. Yes. And then I did not come home until right before showtime. And you were like, where's my Gatorade? <laughs> I mean, it was like 10 hours. Yeah. Just to let the people know, um, I never gave up hope. Like I was hung over <laughs> and dehydrated. And I was like, I'm sure Chad will come back. Like he wouldn't leave me all day. <laughs> oh, no. I'll get that Gatorade some way. Oh my God! Apparently, I had I had packed the dad away, and also the gas station was about uh, forty yards from the condo, so <laughs> I, I could have gotten up at any point and gone. Well, I was already up. I was like tap dancing in the morning, like, "Hey, Fritz, you need anything?" Yeah, and I just still didn't do it. That was uh, the night before. I made a lot of bad choices, uh, usually in about one and a half to two ounce. Uh, selections you know and yeah. uh, i was certainly feeling it that next morning so well because yeah you just kept going hey what are these little drinks where you don't <laughs> add anything but the stuff from the bottle what are these you don't use the gun you don't mix it there's no ice what are other oh, shots i'll try one i'll give it and a shot just... <laughs> so, so we hey everybody i, I love that one <laughs> that's, that's moose in the morning here i'm breaking back into the mic man i love that i'll i'll, I'll give it a shot because it's a shot um I uh, so we had written down in a notebook at one time all of the different shots we used to do. So mind erasers, which is vodka, Kahlua, and soda water, and you layer them in a small, like a rocks glass of ice, and then you put two straws into it. Sorry, sea turtles, we didn't know. <laughs> and you chug it three times, and then I mean, you, basically, you get three the, gulps. Uh, yep, three gulps. Yes, thank you. You get the uh, whatever's on the bottom, Kahlua, I would guess. Yes. And then the vodka and then the soda water. And it is, I mean, they're called mind erasers for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're wonderful. Uh, I still don't, well, let's say I love shots still, but they don't love me as much uh, as right. they used to. But I that's still one that I was like, yeah, I'm on board for that. That's, uh, that's sure. a good one. Another one of and our, we used to, yeah. I was going to say another one of our favorites was the, uh, tequila and tomato juice and yeah. i don't even like tomato juice but somehow when you chase a shot of tequila with a shot of tomato juice the results are magic it's wonderful yeah we called it a mustang sally didn't we yes i don't even remember how we got these names but uh, mind eraser i think was already already named and then you know we did um uh what's the one not the rumplements but the one just like it black, black house. house yes yeah yeah so so we had so many shots that we started putting them. We tried to guess what year we started doing them together. <laughs> and instead of ordering a shot, someone would walk into the room and we'd go, pick a year between 19, 1999 and 2012. And they'd go, 2007? All right, mind eraser it is. Just <laughs> so, so ridiculous. Oh, my God. 
Oh, uh, so much fun. Absolutely. Okay. With all, I'm, the reason I tell you about all the drinking stuff is because I feel like I've heard every story and you've heard all of my stories. And so um, this is interesting to me to say I haven't heard it. So now I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let people enjoy your story. All right. I believe you haven't. So if I'm wrong, you'll just have to let me know at the end. But uh, I'm going to Mike Cronin the shit out of you if I've heard this story. I'm going to shut my computer <laughs> and I'm going to delete the fucking file off my, my drive. I love it. <laughs> totally deserved. Uh, so toward the end of high school, um, hanging out with a group of friends, it was like early March, you know, where the ice starts to melt, but yep. you still have ice on the ground. And now it's just like that nice layer of uh, ankle breakers. You know what I mean? Where it's like, all right, mm -hmm. yeah, there's ice here, but it's also uh, got a little layer of water on top of it. So yep. I'm walking down some alleys with uh, with a couple buddies, and we were probably walking down the alley so I could just uh, smoke cigarettes and not have the neighbors see. Uh, sure. So I'm walking, and I was like, man, it's really slick out here, you know? And then I take two more steps. I was like, somebody is going to fall. Before I even got fall out of my mouth, my, my uh, left foot shoots out, and then... <laughs> my right leg tucks underneath me and oh. all my weight comes down just on my right ankle. Sounds okay. awesome. Yeah. So we're not <laughs> too far from a buddy's house. So they kind of help me. I limp over there. I'm in a ton of pain. Um, the, you can already see the foot start to swell. Like my, my oh, no. shoe is getting tight. I was like, Oh, this is pretty bad. About to go incredible Hulk and just be wearing cut off jean shorts. Right. But I'm still trying to like, in my head, I'm like, well, I don't got to go home. You know, I'm like, we were headed, you know, to meet people for drinks. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want this to slow me down, you know? <laughs> so we stop at my buddy's house and uh, he's like, oh, uh, let me get you some ice. So I was like, all right, a little ice. I'll be fine. This will go away. Well, this dog is like jumping all over the place. Uh, his dog is like jumping all over. I was like, oh, man, this this dog's going to knock me over. This is going to be the worst. I'm like, this is already <laughs> getting, getting worse. So I sit down, the kid, uh, you know, my buddy locks up the dog in just in the kitchen, you know, like behind one of those little dog gates or whatever. And he's like, he looks in the freezer. He's like, Hey, I, I don't got, uh, any ice. I don't know a house beside that, that doesn't have ice, but he's like, uh, I have frozen peas. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll make do with that. You know? So I kick my, I take my shoe off and I, uh, I kick my foot up onto his just coffee table so I can put these, uh, frozen peas on there. Yeah. And while he was walking in to give me the frozen peas, uh, the dog left the kitchen and came and just clamped down on my foot, just took a big bite. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was like this day, I don't think can get any worse, you know? <laughs> No feet on the coffee table. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, literally the first thing that went through my mind, I'm like, this really can't be happening. You know, I'm like, I've already maybe broken my ankle. You know, I'm like, and I'm looking at this, you know, you're thinking stuff way faster than you could ever say anything. So right. this all probably went by in a quarter of a second. But I was like, no, this can't be happening. A dog wouldn't bite my broken foot. You know, like, this is too unreal. So um, now 
uh, he lets go of the of my foot. Like he just took a bite and then let go. Um, but did it help with the did it help with the pressure? No, none at all. Um, okay, there wasn't even that uh, silver lining. Okay, I go to uh, yank my foot back now. You know because it just got bit, and now I'm moving it way faster than I have for the last hour. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, not even that much time, but I'm moving as you know what I think is a broken ankle way faster than I should be. So then that hurts. I was like, I just I'm like I'm giving up. I'm I'm going home. I've given up on going out to meet the rest of the guys for drinks, like the frozen peas and the dog pinch. Uh, or Holy shit! The, the dog bite has uh, ruined my mood. You just got to be thinking. Can someone please call the guy from my first day of high school just to fucking amp this up a little bit? Maybe he can come beat the shit out of this dog. (laughs) I'll refer to him as Sire. Did you just say fire? (laughs) Dude, honest, I've I've never heard that story. That's it's so it's so absurd that I don't can can dogs smell like. The pain area? Aren't dogs supposed to help? Yeah. It, you know what made me think of the story is I was like, I ha- I got to come up with something that I haven't uh, discussed before. So I sure. started doing like a deep dive. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny that I've, I haven't even thought about in years. And like the end of it, I guess, is <laughs> it ended up like the ankle wasn't broken, but it was severely sprained where I was literally black up to my kneecap. Um, holy shit yeah like somehow like two of my toes stayed normal looking but then all the others were black it was like it just <laughs> looked so crazy and i uh, love that i love that you crunched your ankle and you're still like it's go time boys yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna need math or an ankle i don't care this ankle is only one half sprained <laughs> that's a fraction boys <laughs> I'll just limp to my seat, and then you guys bring me beers. That seems like a <laughs> rational decision. I don't want to miss the party because of some bum leg. Oh, absolutely. You know, last time we were drinking beers, I'm going to wrap this all together. Last time we were drinking beers, we were watching fights on Showtime at my place, boxing yes. at the cabin. And uh, you have a fantastic boxing podcast yourself with uh, your buddy Franco. I know Franco and I like him, but he's, he's, I know him through you. So I'm saying your buddy and it's called punches and punchlines. If people want to, you know, listen to the weekly fights, they can do that. I listen to it. So I know what it's about. You guys go through the fights, you describe them and it's, it's in a funny way. Yeah. You guys also say funny things. So if you're not into boxing and you, or you haven't seen the fights, I have seen very few of the fights that I've listened to, like listen to the podcast, and it still is funny and makes a ton of sense because you know it's almost it's like uh, the Cliff's Notes of fight the fight. <laughs> yeah, they, I, it's something we absolutely have fun doing. You know, um, I've been a big fan of boxing for a long time, and then with no creative outlet for a while with the right. uh, the shutdown, I ran it past Frank. I was like, "Hey, would you want to do a podcast?" I'm like, you know everybody else's boxing podcast takes everything like so seriously. I'm right, like, sure. I think it might be fun to make fun of guys that could snap us in half. You know, I'm like, I think <laughs> that could, that could have some value. You know, I, I want next time somebody goes, I've been waiting for you all summer. I want it to be me. <laughs> exactly. So I am sick of people reaching behind me. God damn it. <laughs> 
Yeah. So any of the platforms where you uh, listen to your podcasts, uh, you know, search uh, punches and punchlines and give us a listen. That'd be great. Dude, I have wanted to have you on forever. And we were supposed to record when you were here. And then the week went so fast. I was having so much fun just hanging out and spending time with your girls. I mean, God damn, you have some good kids and and uh, your wife as well. I had such a great time when you were there. And I'm, I'm very happy to have you on and finally, finally uh, introduce the listeners that haven't heard you before introduce them to you yeah thanks for having me on i have listened to every episode as you've known i've uh there's been a few of my favorites that i've listened to uh multiple times so this is uh, a thrill to be on the episode and i got to meet moose that was fun hey well, so great to meet you fritz i've just been sitting here in the corner i don't know what i'm doing but uh i, I got fired for saying pussy on air yeah thank you moose that's super great but uh uh, awesome to see you as always, and thanks a ton for doing this. And uh, I gotta go. Cue the banjos. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit